you know what? This is the Over 35 Podcast Sunday edition. I just figured it out. God just dropped a gem of information on me. This is for the ladies. Okay? I cannot interact with any more ungodly men. That's the problem. And that God needed me to see that. I had changed so much. He had changed me so much that the ungodliness displayed in my presence, it really can't be greater than my own ungodliness because that's just the way that I am. Slightly vain. Slightly, not very. So if you presented with some ungodliness that maybe it's allowed in your realm, you ruling everything, baby, I can't do it. There's a whole bunch of ungodliness and it's above my pay grade to the nth degree and I'm not even going to try to force it onto myself because I just got the little ruah. I got that from Pat, I don't know how to spell it. That's the thing. And I always thought, well, if I pick a godly man or if a godly man picks me, he's going to be poor. And it's like, well, you want somebody, you're not, like, rich. You're not poor, poor. You're not really hand to mouth. You get some things. But here's the thing. A godly man is a man of resource. He know how to handle his money. He know what to do with his money. He do not ignore the poor. He is not easily fooled by the type of men and women talked about in 2 Timothy 3. Go read it. Be blessed. Okay? And I am no longer the type of woman discussed in 2 Timothy 3. This really just happened in the past year. Because I'm like, my game is off. But okay, the things you used to do, you don't do. That cut out a huge swath of people. We still cool, but when you go do that, I'm going to be doing something else. And it's off-putting to a lot of people. Everybody's drinking but you. I don't want to drink. If it make you feel any better, it's like, I don't know how many percentage points of alcohol in naturally brewed kombucha. So if I get sleepy and go to bed, it's because it's like 1% alcohol, 2%. It's just something real low. But I know it's alcohol in there because I can taste it. Yeah, it's another whole topic. Brewing kombucha and then having to cover up the alcohol taste and, and all of that. I'm working on it. But that's that's enough for me. I don't drink to get drunk anymore. I don't drink socially, really. I don't go out to places where there's drinking. I don't go out. I don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere unescorted. I'm too old to be going out unescorted, okay? I would prefer not to be seen in that light. That's my business. And I'm not foisting that on anyone else. But if I can't do it right, I tend not to want to do it because that's just how, how I am. I'm, a, I'm that kind of person. If you're going to do it, do it right. Do it the right way. So I'm just coming out of Gordon's food service over here on 30. I got me some pomace olive oil. And I'm cooking with it. Like everyday use. I know they say pomace is the dregs or and it's the you know, but I like pomace olive oil for, for the use. For its use, what I'm using it for. For for which I'm using it. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to end my sentences with prepositions anymore. I'm growing. I'm changing. <laughs> but it's good. It's good for me. And I was getting in the car. I was leaving. I saw they had potatoes for $1.99. Baking potatoes, the nice ones. Presentation style. <laughs> Man, I saw potatoes for $8.50 at um, Food for Less, which is a Kroger. I'm like, no, not potatoes. So when I saw those, I turned right back around, went in there, coming back out to the car, getting in the car. This podcast just started tumbling out of me. And normally I'm at home and I can write it down so that I can analyze it and then not do it. I have dozens of podcasts 
that I'm going to have to... Oh, a recumbent bike. I'm sorry. There are biking trails out this way. These people have nice things. And they keep them nice because they're obedient. And enough of them don't mess it up. It's for people who like nice things. So anyway, I've changed. Everything else has changed as well. And I'm, I'm out of the habit of doing many of the things I used to do that weren't good for me anyway. And I'm like, God have brought a series of men into my life. Some of them were eligible. Some of them not so much. And I'm like, they want somebody young. They want to impregnate somebody. They don't understand how old I am because I look young. Because I just, you know, I don't have a hard life or anything like that. I'm not into street drugs, street life, or anything like that. So, I wear soft clothes like in the King's Palace. I wear wear nanny clothes. I don't wear office clothes. I wear nanny clothes because I'm a caregiver for my own daughter. But the thing is, is that I'm like, well, I don't seem to fit in here. So, I was told just to sit and observe. And I did. And from time to time, I, you know, it's like getting acclimated to a pool. The water might be shockingly cold at first, but you'll get used to it. And it, you find out it's really not that cold. Not really. It's just that I, and now we get into the point where things you will allow in your life. Let, it's like a workbook or some work in class that the teacher gives you. Now we're going to go over unit now we're into a new unit chapter one things that you'll allow in your life and it's like well I don't want this type of thing in my life because it just caused problems I ain't never been nobody's ride or die I don't I don't know where they get them lies from I'm the last person you want to let know about something okay you might want to keep that to yourself because if I find out I'm gonna tell on you because I don't want you nowhere around me or man Keep your garbage and your sewage over there with you. That's the proper thing to do. And I'm, th- I'm that person. Like if somebody corrects me, well, this is the proper thing to do. And I find out it is, I'm going to do it. I'm that person. You know, if you give me a, a full place setting, a full table setting, formal, I'm going to follow the rules and work from the inside out. I'm going to follow the hostess. Or host. Because that's the type of person I am. And people make fun of me. I am mocked constantly. Just like God told me a long time ago. People run my name through the mud constantly. Constantly. Humankind throw insults at celestial beings. Check out the book of Jude. Because they don't know any better. And the things they do know is killing them. Baby, if you don't open up that Bible. And that's that's the, the main thing. It's like if they're not knowledgeable in Bible, I just... It's a no for me. It's, it's almost a hard pass. I mean, I might hang around for a minute. But if I see you rejecting the things of God, you don't have any Bible knowledge in you. Not peripheral knowledge. I'm talking about bloodlines, who did what whose title was harlot but still ended up in Jesus' bloodline somehow. Who did that? Who who burned down they daddy them, the family workshop because they was sinning against the one true living God and how you got to go to the book of Jubilees to find that. It, I'm at that level. So I didn't go to like a Bible college. I went to a regular college. Learned to be a journalist. Things are always looked at and investigated, whether I let you know about it or not. I'm always looking at it. I'm always investigating it. I'm always twirling it around like a Rubik's Cube. I'm looking at all of the sides, if I'm looking at all. Sometimes, I'm, it's like I'm in the grocery store. I'm just throwing stuff in the basket. When I get home, it might be broken. It might be busted. It's like, well, who the idea that? Throwing it in the basket with a little bit too much force. You know what I'm saying? Kind of quietly pissed that I'm trudging around this store again but secretly great you know grateful that I got some money to buy food 
you know, I'm just saying. This is the way it is for me. But I can't be around ungodly men. I can't be around ungodly women. If you are doing something that indicates to me that you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm probably just going to not talk to you as much. I'm not going to be rude. But why would I want to talk to somebody that don't want to talk to Jesus as much as I want to talk to Jesus? I'm always punching above my weight class. I like being the least in the room. That way I can sit and learn from people who know more than me, whatever the subject matter is. You know, all good things to learn. Not, I don't want to hear anything about your trials and tribulations on the other side of the law or any other unhelpful thing. I don't need to know anything about that. And it does not interest me at all. I don't want to know. And, you know, I feel for you and that's your business. Keep it to yourself when you're around me. Because I don't need to know. And I'm a, whether you tell me that or not, I'm going to figure it out because of your character. People can tell a lot from you from your character. What type of person are you? Well, I'm the type of person, if I see somebody drop $20, I'm going to pick it up and put it in my pocket. They got a lot of money. Well, I'm the type of person, I might raise my prices because you got a lot of money. Somebody accused me of that. I said, did it ever occur to you that these prices are from like five years ago, pre-pandemic, and a lot of this stuff costs a little bit more now? Just a little bit. Shipping, however, shipping is ridiculous. I can't believe how much it costs to ship stuff. I'm talking about bars of soap. But if you want to, I mean, it's the cost of doing business. What are you going to do? I get accused of wrongdoing all the time. People besmirch my name and throw mud on me constantly. Constantly. They think they're doing something to me. You're not doing nothing to me. You're doing everything you're doing to Jesus. That's right. When I'm yelling at my daughter, what did you do that for? Now you just spilt this stuff all over the place. She, I don't know, she might have just lost grip or whatever. I'm yelling at Jesus. Jesus don't like to be yelled at, but he do understand. And he will work it out with you. I don't do that as much now. Because Jesus have changed some things around so that my life is easier to work through. My life is easier to work through because of God. It's just my everyday mechanics of the things that I have to do. So now we look to the point where we get to look at extra stuff like, do you want a husband? Yes, I want a husband. What kind of husband? I want a husband who loves me. I want a husband who has the capacity to be proud of me for my accomplishments, present, past, and future. I want a husband who invests in me, time and money. I do not want to be in a relationship alone. I am not going to date a married man. And I'm not going to marry a man who insists upon dating. I'm married to you, but you date. That's what I'm finding a lot of. Because a lot of women, they don't love these dudes. They just keep in house. They like Neil Carter on that show. You know? And I'm like, if that works for you, go right ahead. But I think I could do better. Matter of fact, I know I can do better. God is telling me, you can do better, girl. I got something for you. I got something for you. It's a good man. He is of resource. He does smart things with his money, and the stuff that he tells you to do is smart to do. So if you fall in behind him, you're going to come out ahead. That's my husband. Okay? That's my husband. Not a fool. Not a runabout. Who wants to be married to that unless you're doing the same thing? Some women want a man that's like that. Because he's not going to be paying any attention to what the heck she's doing. Because he's too busy thinking that he, you know, doing something to her. I'm a player. I'm a player. You getting played. That lady saw that you liked her. Her and her crew, because they don't work alone, called you a goofy, and they working you, and you didn't married her. 
she lost them babies because she's addicted to substances. She finally stopped doing enough of them. Praise the Lord. Okay? Or she has convinced you that you, we need a surrogate. You got money, you pay for it. She don't care. She doing all kind of stuff. And you don't know anything about it. And you're not going to know. You know why? Because she does not want you to know. And you too busy, like I said, goofing around, manning everybody's business but your own. And everybody is laughing behind your back. The one person you think is laughing at you is crying for you. Begging you to turn around and open your eyes and stop being a fool for these people. They are ungodly to the nth degree. And you're not as ungodly as them. And you always trying to prove to them that you're more ungodly than them. And you're all stinking of sulfur and burnt flesh. It is unpleasant to watch. I stopped looking. I stopped looking at you. Because I can't I can't get anything out of this. Like I can't get water from why Jesus can, and that's what that's what me and him, me and Jesus talked about. I can't get water from a rock, but Jesus can. And but He asked me, "Do you really want to have to go through all this stuff to love a person?" I'm like, "No, actually, I don't. I'm willing to give up some stuff. I'm willing to sacrifice some stuff, but it ain't human flesh. Okay, I'm willing to sacrifice." People who just don't fit into my lifestyle and are unwilling to try. I'm I'm more than willing to give all of that up because I'm tired of being bothered with it. And I've been accused of being the type of person that gives up on love and da-da-da-da-da. Baby, this ain't love. You never had love, so you wouldn't know what you were talking about there. I've been loved. Loved deeply. More deeply than I even knew. Because I was so young when I got married. God loves me. God kept me out of a lot of harm's way. Satan only had death planned for me. God came and swooped me up. Yes, God is a hero. And he ain't got to wear no cape. I'm driving, by the way. Weird stuff around here. And I'm I'm done. I'm just going to take life as it comes to me. But I now know more about my own self. I can't deal with an ungodly man. If you're more ungodly than me, I can't deal with it. Because I'm always going to be really spending most of my time praying for you you I mean you suck up all the energy you suck up all the oxygen in the room with your antics and whatnot and it's just just too much energy being expended on you and I don't really get enough out of the relationship you know it's like you putting it's like a, a slot machine you're like a slot machine or one of them carnival toys where you put the quarter in and it pushes it and if you you get, you know, you're, you're a game of chance. You're a crapshoot, a dice roll. You know, you're very dicey as far as I'm concerned because you don't have any solid, there's nothing solid about you as it relates to me. Unless you want something. And I'm kind of tired of that and I got other stuff I can be doing with my time. Point blank. I got other stuff I could be doing with my time. And I noticed that, you know, it's like, Throwing, well, at first it was like throwing an ice cube in a vat, a vat of hot oil. But over time, oh, she, she'll be all right. She's just doing this. and she's. Just, okay, I'm glad you feel that way. That way we don't have to disturb everybody with what I have to consider to be our problems. Okay? That's the thing. And it's like, I don't like my name being attached to just, you know, I just don't. I don't care how great they are. I think everybody ought to check out the word autonomy and really dig deep into it. 
Because I notice a lot of people want to define themselves by using other people. And I, I just, I want a different type of life. I want the life that God want me to have. A happy, happily married, godly life where ain't nobody messing around with anybody else's boyfriend, baby daddy, or husband. Everybody got their own mate and everybody's happy. You might have blended families, but everybody got their own mate and everybody is happy. That. That's what God have for me. Not a harem. I really don't want to spend my time interacting with other women competing for the attention of the king archetype person. I don't want to do that. You know why? Because I have plans. There are a lot of people with a variety of disabilities. Some are neurodiverse. Some have physical handicaps, whatnot, and so forth. Veterans who have become disabled through their heroic actions. No one cares about them besides Jesus. You can pay people to work there with them, but they the hired hand and they run when the wolf come. Baby, no one cares about these people. And it's not right. I just don't know how we can continue to go on living with these huge sin marks. It's like somebody that beat you up and you trying to enter a beauty contest. I'm like, I don't know why. You need to go let that eye socket heal, baby. It's like, you need, first of all, stop messing around with whoever beat you. You got too many emotional scars, physical scars. Mm-mm. Let's concentrate on getting the saints together. Because these people are saintly. These people are saintly in their actions. And you know what happens to them? They sit over there lonely, scared, further abused. People don't understand them, don't want to take the time out of their busy schedules to get to know them. They don't have. And then you got to deal with your own personal relationship with God. So it's like, let's make, let's raise up the bottom for the saints. Because I had to stop my entire career to take care of my daughter. Because I was told to my face, we ain't going to watch out to make sure she ain't getting raped or uh, safe up in the school. You going to have to do that. I'm like, why do they pay you? And they just looked at me like I was crazy. Why do you get paid? It ain't for that. I, I see. That's all right. You're going to get your comeuppance. And they did. But that's all right. I had to take care of my own kids for real. My want my daughter. And so I want to make it so that no woman has to actually make that decision. My career or my child. When people are letting you know, if you don't stay here with her, she's going to run into a lot of physical problems. And we were living in Chicago at the time. (sighs) Lauren's house is a concept I came up with after years of interacting with these particular problems. All you have to do is care. That's it. You have to give a damn. You give a damn about other people's business that ain't got nothing to do with you. And they doing way better than you. And you pay pay time and money. You tithe over into them. It's going to be time for you to tithe over into the saints. That's what I'm talking about. A lifestyle of galas and good times. We're going to raise up the standards. If you have any type of disability where you need help getting around in life, Lauren's house is for you. And we're going to group people. These types of disabilities work well together. They can help one another. They can learn and they can grow. 
We're going to put some geriatrics together. They can learn and they can grow. Everybody needs the ability to help other people. The people in my daughter's class would help her all the time. And they were all in the, you know, special classes. But they would, they gave her a nickname. She's so cute. And she got applause when she walked across the stage for her graduation. And she went to prom. I took her to prom. I didn't go to my own prom. I have a date. Lauren didn't really have a date either, but I took her up so she could enjoy the prom, the promenade, and she had a dress. She took pictures, the long gloves, the tiara. Mama's baby queen. I sure did. It was nice. It's, it's just unfortunate her father passed away. My husband passed away before he could see all of this stuff come to pass for his daughter. She's our firstborn. So I've already lived a complete life, basically. I would like to have a partner, a husband, and a nice kitchen in a nice part of the country. That's what I want to have. I want to enjoy my life. A lot of people want a lot of other different things, that, and, but I don't want that. People think that I'm like 34. Oh, you, you got to be desperate for a husband, so you have some kids. And I'm just looking at them, and I, I always guess. How, the last person age, I guess, how old are you, 26? They say, yep. And I was like, honey, sitting over here on stereo with me is not helping you get a wife. You need a career and a level of success. And if you're smart, a relationship with God. That's how you get a wife and have a full life. A lot of these people looking at, looking at me crazy haven't even lived a full life. They've never been in love. They have children and never been in love. Wouldn't know love if it slapped them across the face. They know obsession. They know possession. But they don't know a person how a person can actually just love them. And yet, not let you beat up on them or shake them like a rag dog. You know, none of that craziness. And still love you. But stay out of your reach because you got some problems. They don't understand any of that type of lifestyle. And I, it's not my business. I'm like, any good that you see in me comes from God. I'm telling you right now. Any good you see in me is Jesus put it there. Because personally, I don't give a damn about none of y'all. For real, for real. I see a lot of stuff. And you know what I do? I turn my head and avert my eyes. Because I think it's rude of me to stare at the train wreck that you have caused. It's a huge train wreck. And it don't have to be. It's just that, I don't know, people get used to trauma and being traumatized that they start creating traumas for their own selves. And so I just, I look and I see people just creating problems. I'm like, why are you a problem machine? You just create problems, that's what you do? Because I'm just a person that lives life. And I will let you create them problems and be somewhere on the other side of town doing something that's not a problem. And just enjoying my little piece of life enjoying my gas divas lifestyle gas station divas lifestyle i'm just enjoying my life not causing anybody a problem or a headache you know because i don't know what's going through another person's mind they look they appear to be ungodly so the pit is endless and it's endless what ugly evil things they can come up with i don't want to be anywhere near it i don't want my name twisted up and nothing to do with none of them And I noticed because I'm not ungodly like that anymore, a lot of people don't want to be bothered with me. They don't know what to do with me. Because God won't let them abuse me. Because if I can't abuse them, what am I supposed to do with them? And you the same person that's swerving down, you know what love is. You want to abuse a person. You're looking for a person to abuse. That's what Satan does. Your father is Satan, dear. Okay? You're not going to get a godly wife from Satan. You're going to get an ungodly wife. He's the opposite of God. Like white is the opposite of black. 
So you're in Bizarroville with the monsters. Okay? That's where you are. I'm not there. I don't have anything to do with any of that. I smell good, I look good, and I sound good. And I'm going to let that work in my favor. And not be bothered with a whole bunch of stuff. I don't even care about them. I, I just, I said, Lord. And the Lord helped me understand who they were. And I'm like, look at them, God. Didn't you just help them do such and such and such? Look what they're doing. And I mean, that was two, three weeks of me just marveling at the low caste the human flesh had become. After a while, there's not a human personality in the flesh. It is only a demonic personality. I don't get along well with demons. I don't. I don't get along well with demons. It's like that scary movie with Sigourney Weaver, the very first original thing. That was the scariest movie I had seen thus far, besides The Exorcist and Anatomy of Horror. I think the thing was first. That alien thing got right up to the side of her face. And she was tied. They was tied to the chair. The part that was scary is that they were all tied to the chair in the spaceship. Way far away from where anybody could help you. No, they were in Antarctica. They were, they were away from civilization. People, I mean, nobody could come to help you. You got to be self-sufficient. And they were all tied to the chairs. They tied each other to the chairs just in case one of them was the thing and the thing burst out next to them and and it was just being bound and can't run from the devil is a nightmare. You're always running. You're the devil. So? Oh, well, it's not so to me. You have a host of ungodly women who are proud of their ungodliness and put all of their ungodliness on display. You can choose from the, the variety of ungodliness. There's an ungodly package. You can get the, the you know, the expensive ungodly packages. They all come complete with uh, drug addiction and abusive speech, which is probably why you thought I was like that because I'm always t- cutting somebody down. That's, that's a lesson that I need to learn about cutting people down because that was the only way I could get people to leave me alone with that demonic personality you know you never are pushing away a good person what good man did you push away seriously you ever pushed away a good man ladies Oh, well, I guess if you're ungodly and he's a good man, yeah, you probably did push him away because you're ungodly. And what you seek is an ungodly mate. Well, your ungodly mate is going to cheat on you. He's going to be, he's going to want you to be married to him while he dates. That's your ungodly man. He's going to cheat. He's going to lie. And he's going to steal. He's going to be just like his father, Satan. So an ungodly woman and an ungodly man are evenly yoked, period. And it's their business. I will fight for your right for privacy to live your life in America. Nobody's supposed to be trying to force you to do anything, okay? Unless you're stepping on somebody else's rights, it's your business to be godly, ungodly, or godly. It's your business. If God gives you a choice, everybody else should too. They're not better than God. Who's better than God? Nobody. Now, you should at least know that. I know some people, they don't even believe. Well, I don't believe. I don't care about what you believe in. You don't believe in deodorant. That don't mean you don't stink when you sweat. You don't believe that garlic can seep through your skin. You don't believe any pungent vegetable or food, meat, all of that can seep through your skin, the largest organ on your body. You reek. You smell like old fried chicken grease or hot vegetable oil coming out your house. I've been in that in that arena many a time. That's why I always have perfume because I can open up the door, but you really have to clean the air in your house when you fry stuff. And I got a turkey fryer because 
I, the little bitty ones is, you know, it's people in my house, adults. They want to eat. It's like they're not going to just have a little bit, a half a cup. They're not going to just eat a half a cup unless it's vegetables. And I might have to throw that away or make a smoothie out of it. But a half a cup, mm-mm, they ain't doing just a half a cup. I, believe me, I understand. What you take into you comes out of you. We are all built for that. That's just nature. What you take into you comes out of you. And what comes out of you is a dis, it's a display. It's on display. It's on sight. It's on display. And if you do too much of it, that's on display too. Well, you're stiff and mean. Well, the stuff that goes into me, all of the abuse, the mocking, people mishandling, mistreating me, trying to get over me, trying to mess over me, me having to stand in line to get my leg back after they have to extract it from your backside. All of that takes a toll. You emasculated. You, I didn't emasculate you. You came to me with no balls. You didn't. You don't have not a backbone in sight. You will not stand up for yourself, and that's a part of being an adult. You have to tell the devil no. The devil is under your feet. So if you are down on the ground slithering, it's hard to help you. I just have to leave or put you in a cage where you belong. Or in the jungle where you can roam freely with your own kind. Like I said, ungodly men go with ungodly women. And they usually are attracted to one another. I'm transitioning out of being an ungodly woman. So I'm in flux. That's what it is. I used to be very, very ungodly. Oh, God. And I I just couldn't figure out why... I was surrounded by so many 10 times worse than me ungodly people. Because <laughs> I was just so ungodly for the people that go to church. At least they go to church every Sunday. They may not read the Bible or do nothing God tell them, but they do go to church. And it has a redeeming quality that what, what you put into you comes out of you. So at least if you listen to church, read your Bible, you're going to come out ahead as far as godliness. If that's your struggle, going from ungodly to godly, reading your Bible is helpful. The minute I started reading that Bible, Lord have mercy, my whole life changed. I had read it before when I was married because marriage is a godly institution. And we were both ungodly, even though my husband, I don't think he was as ungodly as I was. He probably thought he could redeem me. Praise the Lord. But... I had to read the Bible because I was in a godly realm with a godly institution. I tore that woman's Bible up. Them little thin pages. So it's so much information you have to make the page thinner. Or the book would be too big. Man, that but I don't I didn't know what to do with it. Some some it would be whole pages ripped out. The Bible had been thrown at people's heads. The Bible had been packed up and moved around for umpteen different times. All in my 20s. Trying to have it all and do everything at once. Really, really just way too early. I didn't even know I was still a kid. I was made to feel like a 45-year-old woman day one. You've been a 45-year-old woman for what? 60 years almost. Little mama. It's time for me to just be youthful. My own self. And enjoy my life as it comes to me. But I am still responsible for a household. There's still people for which I need to be responsible. To a degree. Not completely, but just to a degree. And I think I can do that nicely in North Carolina. I was thinking Texas. But I don't know anybody in Texas. But to be honest, I don't know anybody in North Carolina. It's just that I've heard so many people blurt out to me, the North CAC is beautiful. The Barrier Islands, you know, that's expensive. But what they said is that there are a lot of good jobs and 
you have to be a person of intellect to have them. So people have gone to school, they've educated themselves, they know how to do specialized work. That's going to be a better environment for a person like me. Even when I was ungodly, I still had a college degree. I don't want to talk to a person about how bad jail was unless I'm writing a story. I ain't even like writing those stories because I just can't understand how in the world do you just constantly keep yourself in harm's way? I think it's habitual. Because, I, you know, you, a police reporter, you got to listen to the scanner. People get fooled and want to call the police. The minute they get some money, they get fooled on whatever their substance of choice is. And they want to call the police on family members, each other. They stole $20 out my dresser. Folks in group homes especially, they be calling the police all the time because they don't have another recourse. Nobody is ever there to help them. So in their entire life, they have always called on the police. And to the point where the police are actually, the, the, out of their own mouth, they, they consider themselves somewhat of a social worker. They, some of these ungodly lifestyles leave people motherless and fatherless. Whether you locked up or dead, motherless and fatherless, people grow up, never having authority over them, never really being shown love. They don't know how to act in civil society. They're uncivilized. And people think you should hide away uncivilized folks. Chicken coops up under the porch, whatever. I'm not joking. Or in the backyard with an unmarked grave, some of them. Humankind is is demonic, an ombre of demonic activity in human flesh to the point where you can get where it's just human flesh and all of the rest of it is demon. Those are the people in solitary confinement in prison systems across this country where the other prisoners put up the sign of the cross and don't mention their name. To that degree, they are completely demonic. They're not going to do nothing good ever. They're only unredeemable because Jesus has not walked into their cell. Jesus can make the jail cells fall away, make all the doors and stuff open up. Jesus is a higher vibration. That's why a lot of people find God in prison. But if you haven't put in place the habits of God, you're not going to be financially solvent. And you're still going to have addicty ways, you know, habits, people, places, that stuff. You know, if, if what you want to do all day is hang out at the pool hall or play video games and not attend to the growth of your wealth you're for somebody I just I don't know I would have to ask God I have to take take advisement on that and it's like Lord what do I do with this how do I help this person because I would have to be a caregiver more so than a wife you want to know why she don't your wife don't want to do nothing because she take care of you in every respect almost and that's not sexy, point blank. Some women might find it sexy, but most women don't. They want to be taken care of, not take care of you. They want you to take care of them. They want you to care for them, not them care for you. Like mom and son. And then when he's feeling better because the girl called him or some other thing went, went his way, then, you know, he all right. He's off playing and running around like a dog in the backyard. And you're still there unsatisfied. So you start to look around and you cheat on him. Because basically, you weren't really in a relationship for a grown woman. And then they're not happy with what God is sending them because, uh, you know, they want the hot chick. Well, the hot chick want a grown man. The hot chick might be more man than you. The hot chick don't need the caretaking that you need. The hot chick is not nurturing. The hot chick is about her business. 
also known as a bad bitch. She ain't got time for you goofies, pookies, or dusties. Bye. She, she, she'll, she'll help you to the door. Because you're in the way of progress. She gonna date your friends. <laughs> if they worth it. She might have even approached you because of certain other people you know. That's a bad bitch. She gonna work it. She gonna work that system and she gonna get what she needs. It's automatic to her. And you're always gonna be crying. You're always gonna be sad. I'm just saying what I know to be true. I see people go through it all the time. And I don't say anything because I'm not trying to go over there and involve myself in other people's business when I got quite a bit on my plate already. I will help. I sneak and help people. Even though my plate is quite piled up with problems. And then you think the people help you? No, they look at your problems. Oh, you got a lot of problems and walk away. I was like, well, good thing I didn't expect anything. You know, and then only if they feel bad will they come back, circle back around. And I'm like, eh, I got to help her. Well, you know, she gave me a solid. And, you know, I stopped doing things for her. And I was like, you can leave and don't come back. And if the Lord is working with them for real, for real, the same thing probably will happen. But they'll if they're smart, they'll handle it differently. The hot girl don't want to be bothered with you if you're not on top, if you're not a winner, if you're not 100% alpha male all the time. If you got to struggle to do that, then the hot girl or the bad bitch ain't for you. You better go get the sweet girl. She want to preen and prawn all over you. And she still think you manly and want to do stuff with you. We're just going to leave it at that. Do stuff with you. You don't have to prove yourself to her. She loves you just the way you are. And because she does do that, a lot of men take advantage of her. Her love will always be there for me. And some people, oh, she don't really like you. This sister, no, she do like him. That's her man and her man. But he's like, hmm, she's just a six. I probably could do better because he's a foolish man. And then as many times as he get knocked on his butt and come crawling back to you and you open up your arms and titty feed him back to hell. I mean, that's that's your business. Y'all can do that stuff if y'all want to. I mean, I ain't going to lie and say I ain't never did it. That used to be my whole persona. I just found other stuff better to do with my time. God said, okay, well, come on. It's time for you to have better in life. Better people treating you better, doing better things. I need you to go and and start Lauren's house. So that maybe another woman coming along get to keep her career and don't have to worry about her loved one being hurt or abused some kind of way. And can concentrate on her job. Some of us have careers and not jobs where we need to do our best. It takes all of our brain work. And we're working on something at work. And it it requires our attention. And we love it. That's a career. Not a job. Well, it's time to go. Because I only got 10 minutes left. And I've been sitting in my garage in the car. But I had to get this particular podcast out. Because that, that was a wonderful piece of jewels. Just a pew, 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 raindrops of money in the form of knowledge dropped by my Lord. Jesus Christ. My Father in Heaven. You're no longer ungodly as you were. And it requires a different decision-making process. You're going to have a different, less ungodly man. A man with fewer ungodly traits is your requirement now. A man with fewer 
ungodly traits. We are all ombre on the godly, ungodly spectrum. We're ombre Ombre is lightest to dark, gradient. It goes in degrees and in parts, chapters and units. Now this is something new for me. I'm I'm um, qualified. I've upgraded. I've qualified and upgraded for a man with fewer ungodly traits. And I want to be open and ready for that. I want to be the type of woman that God described in the Bible that's a good woman. I want to be the type of wife and mother that God, or stepmother, that God describes in the Bible. I want to be her. There are many types of women who are uplifted in Bible, in the Bible, like Ruth and Esther. I'm just saying, I want to be more like a woman that God would say, she's all right by me. You see what I did in her? I put this and this and I scraped that away. Isn't she great? I want God to say that about me. I want God to love me. Well, he loves me. I want him to actually like the fruit of my hand. I want God to like my works. I want the Lord to love my mind, the way it thinks, how I concentrate on him. I don't want to always be off wasting my time watching TV. You know, even I'm watching something educational. I always want to be busy working on something good. I always want to be studied to show myself approved. I'm I'm that person now. I guess it just took this long for me to grow up. So it's hard for me to just slam the door on my past like I have never been that ungodly woman. Because <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm slamming the door and putting like three, four, five security doors up. I don't want nothing to do with none of that other life anymore because... I don't, I'm not like that, and it's unpleasant to have your face rubbed in some stuff you used to do that you no longer do. It's just uncomfortable. And if I can avoid it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid it. So it's nothing personal. It's just that I'm moving on and upward, off closer to Jesus, where I don't actually feel the fire licks of flames from hell I don't actually smell like sulfur (laughs) I'm not joking it was so bad it was so bad the people my new groups of friends (laughs) baby I, I was sitting there on the side of the bed one day and it's like I swear to God it's like I just walked out of hell it's like somebody didn't hire me to work in hell you're always aghast at whatever. It's like you're marveling at the beast constantly. You smell sulfur. It's hot. You're shocked beyond any. You, you're speechless. Speechless is a good word. And you're quiet, pensive, and looking for Jesus. And it's like, I don't want to work in hell, Jesus. I don't want nothing to do with that place. And to be honest, I don't want nothing to do with them people. But if people had been that way to me, it would have been a hard time for me to get better. So I have to be open to being godly to people. God got me. I have to show my godliness to people. And that's a new step in my walk. Showing and displaying my godliness to people who may react violently towards it. Like I say, like throwing an ice cube in a vat of hot oil. It's a violent reaction when God is trying to clear Satan and satanic activity out of uh, previously good flesh. You have to purge yourself of evil. And the only way to do that is with the word of God. And so many people refuse to read the Bible that, well, you got all them demons in there pulling the switches and the buttons. And they's like, nope, not reading the Bible today. Look at that. Nope, not reading the Bible today. He laughed at one of your jokes. Go talk to him. She called you. 
She must like you. She wants it. Look at all these women. Let's go have sex all night and all day. You, they're not going to, no. Demons are not going to lead you to the Bible to read unless God fashions something in you so that every time they come at you like a bullet, it's repelled. And after a while, you're like, what is that sound? Oh, those are the demons trying to, the claws of the demons trying to get into your mind. Demons? What, what, where am I? Lord Jesus, where my Bible? Audio Bible. We playing the audio Bible. We putting uh, YouTube. We pulling up YouTube. We doing all of it. You can pull up Bible sayings on YouTube where it's um, a nice melody and somebody reading the Bible in a calm voice. I like the calm voices, not the you're going to hell voice like man. I want to hear a voice different than mine, something very calm. Because that's 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 where I'm going now. We've we've turned the corner on a whole lot of things. And I'm telling you, I remember I used to come home drunker than drunk. My favorite whiskey was Black Label. Johnny Walker Black Label. Baby, that's the 90 proof. But it give you like 40 minutes leeway. It don't get you drunk right away. It give you 20 to 40 minutes. Depending on if you ate dinner or not. To get yourself home before it hit. Because <laughs> you're going to be drunker than drunk. Stumble bum drunk. And every time I came through and get home. Shepherd's Chapel would be on my TV because I would leave the TV on. Shepherd's Chapel. Shepherd's Chapel. Shepherd's Chapel. And I would drunkenly fall asleep and open my eyes again. Shepherd's Chapel. And then at one point I said I was going to keep my Bible right here in my bed so that it wouldn't be occupied otherwise. The devil kept sending me cute man after cute dude. I was, I was doing wrong. But the God, God kept me safe. And the more I sobered up, the more I started reading, I mean, looking at Shepherd's Chapel. I don't even know if it still come on. It was just a man and his Bible. A man reading from the Bible. Real Bible study. The hard stuff. About anything. He, would, he always had the Bible open talking from it. And so I started listening to the Bible on YouTube, like I said. And I would just pick, you know, whatever somebody would post up. I would just pick it and listen to it. Then I found an audio Bible. And I remember I woke up one time and the book of Jeremiah was on. I had fallen asleep from, I don't know. I started at Genesis. Well, I woke up, Jeremiah was on, and I was listening to it as I was waking up. And I got the revelation. Oh, my God. We are the people in the Bible. We are just like the people in the Bible. If the time has changed, the date has changed, we're just like them. God said you want to live forever. You, you got uh, eternity with me. If you get recycled, you get recycled. Because, I mean, everything that Jeremiah was talking to the people was about is the stuff that God was, is telling us today about. Don't put no other God above, above me. Don't idolize different objects. You making you turn it into you turning them into a god. Honor your mother and father. Quit doing things for show, including church. Develop a per- well back then you could develop a personal relationship with God, but they didn't understand because they didn't have the Bible written down. We do. We have the Bible. There might be some more to the Bible that that we're writing right now. We don't know, and we're not in charge of that. All I can do is ask you to please read the Bible. And please go to Amazing Whatnots on Twitter. Amazing Whatnots on Twitter. There you will find an Amazon affiliate account where I've curated a grand list of things that you can use. Blessings. Blessings.
see you next time on the Over 35 Podcast.